I said, Trump beat it in four days. I'm way, I'm in way better health than Trump. At least you hope so. He's got better, I mean. He's got better doctors probably. That old probably. fella was ready to drink bleach a few months ago. So you gotta give him the benefit dude, of the doubt. He's gonna do whatever dude. it takes to survive. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, Roughstock is back at it and uh, coming in hot. This episode was fire. We were in good moods. It'd been a while since we talked and we got back to the old Roughstock culture of just digging around, having a good time. Uh, episode 13 was terrible quality, so I'm relegating that to the trash bin, uh, kind of like you know buildings do where they skip over the 13th floor there will be no rough stock episode 13 you'll just go straight from 12 to 14 so hope you like that um we do have a donate option in our podcast if you do like what we're what you're listening to um i'll put a link on the roughstockpodcast.com page you can go there and donate uh not that you know we're looking to get money from this but i think more than anything, it would probably let us know that people like what we're doing and they want us to keep what we're doing. So if you feel like throwing some change our way um, to keep our shenanigans going, as we call them, that uh, would be much appreciated. So there's our shameless plug. And again, if you need to, if you want to engage with us, uh, I'm at roughstock1984 on Instagram. Instagram BJ is this is my dad bod and the podcast is rough stock podcast on instagram so yeah here's number 14 and hope you guys have some laughs mike's hot recording so let's see i think this will be episode 14 but we'll just be missing an episode 13 all right, I'm totally taking the blame for episode 13. I decided that I wanted to be out for a walk while we tried to record, and a recording of a telephone conversation, it just sounded terrible. Yeah. I got people yelling at me about uh, the quality of the show, qual- production quality, and you how it's gone had, down. You had people s- talk to you about it? Oh, yeah. Blakey D. <laughs> it was bad. Blakey D called me. He's like, uh, production quality it is was terrible. Really bad. It was so bad. It's like, come on, man. We're yeah. in the middle of a pandemic. Hey, the world's, it, cr- the world's collapsing around us. What do you want me to do? Yeah, making anything right now is uh, a service to humanity. Tell you what I'm making. I'm making sourdough bread. I'm committed to the pandemic. I got a sourdough starter. I get in there. We make the sourdough bread. We got to feed the little bread baby. I get all excited. I tell my wife she better be careful. She's going to get a baby. But it's just sourdough. Okay, I, I have like, something to say about that. But all right, first, I'm in. let's intro this properly. Welcome back to everyone. It is 11-11. It's November 11th, 2020, and we are back at it. Episode 14, uh, and you will not be seeing episode 13 anymore because I deleted it because it was shit. It was dog shit. It was so terrible. And uh, so this is episode 14, and we are going to try to get back into the you know, the the culture of the Rough Stock podcast 
which is just dicking around, having a good time, trying to neglect some responsibilities. Great. And, you know, accepting that we might have a president, we might not. <laughs> accepting that, uh, you know, this whole year being locked down and everything being a little bit crazy, uh, not a little bit crazy, a whole lot crazy, uh, we're going to try to have some normalcy return. We need to have some normalcy return. I'll tell you what I love. You remember back in March when all this stuff went down, when COVID came in hot and the the whole purpose of it was, listen, state of California, we need everybody for two weeks. Stay inside, wear your mask. We're going to flatten the curve. And now eight, curve was nine- flat. Eight, nine months later, however long it's been, it's like, all right, guys, listen, so we know the holidays are right around the corner, so make sure that if you are at a gathering, it's less than a certain number of people and that you keep your mask on in between bites because everybody knows that coronavirus can't go, you can't be infected if it's in between bites. And quarantine 14 days, quarantine your families 14 days before you meet up with the other families that you're supposed to be meeting up with. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Listen, man, if I'm going to, I'm going to get it. I've accepted the fact I'm going to get it. I'm not that concerned. Listen, and I know he probably has better medical care than me, but if Trump can get it and survive, I'm going to be all right. Four days. I made that joke to someone that's, I know somebody who's very paranoid about this stuff. Yeah. And I said, Trump beat it in four days. I'm way, I'm in way better health than Trump. At least you hope so. He's got better. I mean, he's got better doctors. That old fella was ready to drink bleach a few months ago. So you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's going to do whatever it takes to survive. What the fuck? (laughs) No, no. Like, what are we doing? I should not have to worry about this situation. If Trump, old dumpy Trump can beat it in four days. What are the rest of us doing? Now, that's not to be insensitive to people who've died, people who've gotten sick. Yep. But I don't know, man. We can't. Let's get on. Let's let's get moving forward. I'm on. I'm on the moving forward train. Let's do that thing. Actually, what's crazy is like, so in the schools and stuff, like my school, I feel like we went back fairly early. Mm-hmm. We went back. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I went back to school. Uh, I think it was in August. Mm-hmm. August, maybe September. We went back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know the day I left school, I have no idea the day they made me go back. <laughs> um, but we went back and the way we split it up is like we see, so we have a group A and a group B. Mm-hmm. So the kids are split in half and the group A kids come on Tuesday, Wednesday, and the group B kids come on Thursday, Friday. Right. So like, let's say you're in group A. On Tuesday, you're going to go to your odd number classes. Right. And on Wednesday, you go to your even number classes. Right. Right. So the kids who are physically in my class, I only see those kids one day a week. Right. So one day a week for a period a week. One period. Yeah. I see them for 50 minutes a week. Yeah. That's, and then the rest of the time, if I see them, I'll see them for two other meetings, both of them online, but it's typically just a black box with a name on it. Right. Cause everybody turned, nobody has their cameras turned on when we're in class. Really? Yeah. You know, I heard that LA County or some, some places you had to, you, they made you have you have your cameras on at all times and See, you have to be in front. We're big believers of, uh, emotional and, and wellness. And we feel like the kids who maybe don't have ideal living conditions or have a messy room and are embarrassed by, you know, whatever it is that they don't want to show what their life is like on camera. The other well, thing I mean, that that's happens, very considerate. The other thing that happens always like if, 
if I've got my camera on and I got posters in my room, oh, oh nice poster, like this. And so all oh, oh. the comments from everybody else start coming in oh, oh. about it. And so it's insane. I'm like, hey, maybe we should just spend 30 minutes teaching them how to do a virtual background and call it a day. No, yes. turn your cameras on, turn your virtual background on. I we, don't care about anything Do you else. guys use Zoom? We use Zoom. Um, so one person that I heard of early on got... Uh, child protective services called on them because there were firearms in the house behind behind them. I heard about that. I heard something along those lines. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I mean, think about that. So like the government's got a camera into your home deciding hey, on the Snowden, they already got that. Well, yeah. Actually, I just well, have you seen that on Netflix? Well, I, put yet? A, I put a I put a um I put a, a sticky on my on my computer camera. You don't do that? I have a little when note. When you're not using it? I have a little note that says objects in this camera may seem larger in real life or whatever that thing says. May be smaller than they appear. They're probably watching me. No. What documentary? It's called Snow. It's not a documentary. It's a movie. It's got the guy. I don't know the guy's name. He's a real actor, but I only remember him from Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got three names. Damn, I can't remember that guy's name. I don't know, but you know Le- what I'm talking about. Levitt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gordon Levitt. Right? No, not the weird, not the one who was all no, weird. That was that's his name. Oh, Gordon excuse Levitt. me. Oh my goodness, I'm about to call that guy back. I haven't talked to him in a while. Getting calls on the podcast. Sorry. Next Typically, time I have on, no friends. Next time, let's put him on live. I, I should have. <laughs> huh? We know how that well that quality goes through. But uh, anyways, you know, yeah. So that's up. But with school, and so I only see the kids <clears throat> one day a week, physically in class. I'll see a kid for 50 minutes a week, and like. We started off where we had a third of the kids in our school Hmm. were opting for online only. All right. So that means you have two thirds of the number of kids and you see a lot less than I thought of those kids each day. That's a lot less than I thought it would be. Yeah. So we had we have 20. It's called 2200 kids at our school, especially high school kids. I thought they'd be like, oh, no, I'll stay home. Why not? So This is what happened, though. (laughs) These kids started coming to school. Right. And the school, they get out there with bullhorns. They're like social distance. Remain six feet apart. Don't get too close. Wait, the kids? No, the the, the administration. Right, 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 right. They went they went as far as to like. They pockmarked the school basically, so every six feet there's a little dot where yeah, they can like stand. Yeah, just like all the businesses are doing. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm talking like grid line. Like it looks like a piece of damn graph paper through the whole through the whole school. school we got little dots to tell people where they can stand. That's wild. And so the kids came and they're like, "Yeah, this isn't cool. I'm opting out." Dude. And so now we have like all these kids who are just opting out. The only kids who are staying at this point are like your. Your uh, your kids who are like special category kids. Mm. So if you have kids like special education kids, they're all on campus, and like we're figuring yeah. out ways that we can get them there every day. Yeah, yeah, kids who are like English learners, they don't speak the language. Yeah, yeah, we're getting them on campus. Yeah, and then most of the kids are opting out. Yeah, the best as far as I'm concerned, and this is where I get the biggest laugh, mm. is if you have F's in all your classes, and I get an email that says <laughs> this student is opting for online only. I'm like, good, let it be somebody else's fault. They're not doing anything. <laughs> You can't blame me for not, him not doing any work now. Dude, you know those kids. If it was me. Oh, I would be. I would fail. I would fail at online school. So with my parents, I mean, shit. There's no way my mom and dad would have been able to keep me in front of a, in, in my house. In high school? Are you kidding me? I barely, I barely was around for school or whatever my parents wanted me around for as it was <laughs> in normal life. I just left. Yeah, and then especially when I got my well, I heard kids nowadays don't get their driver's license, but 
um, or they're like perma- they don't you know yeah. they don't drive. It's still well. Remember, like we had Ray didn't get his license. Yeah, Our friend but, in high school, Ray, he didn't get a license. That guy, I think he still probably bums rides off people. I mean, but you remember as soon as I got my license, or as soon as I was, oh, I was gone. I was gone. Man. And I cannot like, wait. I was the just, freedom of a license, the freedom of a car, was something I had like waited forever. But I wasn't for. just gone when I was supposed to be for lunch or whatever. I mean, I I just stopped going to school. Yeah, well, that's frowned upon. <laughs> But I mean, if you're telling me that I don't have to be, no one's keeping track of me at school, my parents, no, my parents wouldn't have given a shit. Even better. So they take attendance, you know, I got to take attendance, the kid was here or whatever, but you can log into my class from your phone, Yeah. turn your camera off and go back to doing whatever you were doing. Jesus. You could be at the beach. You could be at the beach. Yeah, because how do you even know that they're there? I don't. I just, their name just pops up on the screen. I'm like, well, there they are. Oh it's crazy, God. man. That's but so what's, nuts. But think about it this way. And this is being old and being able to look at stuff from a different perspective. But these kids right now, and I'm going to use high school specifically, but they are pioneers for what school will be like in the future. Because from this point forward, the old way of that eight to three day yeah. is never coming back for everybody. There's now an option for kids who don't want to come to school that will never go away. The kids I, will always have this opportunity. I think... I disagree. I think for work, it might be a little bit like that still because you've got a skill. Once you've honed your skill, you've got it no matter where you are pretty much. Okay, so what skills did you learn in high school? No, 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 no. I'm saying, no, no. So this is the difference between, Between I'm talking about the real world versus school. Like, hold on, you learned something in school? No, but school, like when you were there or when I was there, barely, like the interaction I feel like you you do you you kind of grow into who you are. I remember that, and I brought that up to Melissa. We drove by Woodbridge a while ago, and I told her I was like, "Do you remember how much?" So like, you've got elementary and middle school, and then you got college. High school is kind of where you become who you are gonna be. Like I'm pretty, we're pretty much the same type. We're kind of the same person we were, with like we're 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 better at like kind of mitigating our mistakes a little bit mm-hmm. we're better at managing ourselves obviously as adults right. but like our goofiness Develops our fucking, self-control yeah yeah but our Limited, like but, but our, our goofy bullshit personalities yeah. like that all came up in high school especially in football i think mine really came out when i was in jc really more I so think, than more so I than really, high school i think i kind of figured out what I, what i was about you were when i was in i can JC. tell you you were a different person from the time i met you like sophomore-ish whatever year to who you were after you graduated for sure. Oh yeah. I was totally yeah, you, different. you, you flip flopped 100%. I've, I think I was actually, I changed a lot in college too. I became, I mean, I was a psychopath in high school. <laughs> you became an artist, bro. <laughs> You're right. So, but hold on. Like, actually, like no, the I, way you talk, wait, hold on. The way I, you talk. I, good I do remember you going to school and I remember like, we would be walking that long path where we're like, we were on the opposite side of campus to the car to get to lunch. Mm-hmm. And you would come out and you'd be like, oh, today it's ecology class. I learned that. And you would start rattling off these facts and rattling off these details. And like, the only thing I could ever come up with was shut up, Dole. Because yeah. you like memorized all the stuff your teacher said. Maybe. And like, Fuck, I don't remember that. I can never remember anything. I still yeah. can't remember anything. I don't know about that. But I definitely know that I used to yell out the window of the car at people for no fucking reason. You were you had issues. You had some issues. <laughs> I used to yell aggressive things at people on yeah. the side of the street. 
<laughs> and then I got to college and I was like, what the f- what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why am I such a steakhead? But yeah, you do. Uh, fuck, man, it's weird. But I think you start to develop that. You just start, you start to develop who you're going to be for the long run. You started to develop it in, in high school for sure. Middle school, you, I mean, I was a kid. You're still a kid. You know, elementary school, obviously you're a kid, but like high school, that's when you start trying to develop who you're going to be as an adult. And then you're right. You you do kind of change it and hone it a little bit in college. And then after college. Well, then you start really, maybe it's not so much what you want to be, but what you don't want to be. You start really identifying like the scum of the earth that you encounter and that's probably how not to be like them. Because that's the problem. Like everybody has these like, you have dreams like as a kid and like aspirations as a kid. And I don't know that those go away, but you do meet enough donkeys along the way to be like, oh, God, yeah. I got to change directions. Like, I don't ever want to do that. I don't want to be like that. Well, I know there's a decision both of us made as soon as we started working and having someone tell us to do something for, for oh. a paycheck was we were going to make it really difficult for them to do that. I knew. Every, every I, boss we've ever had was as soon as we walked in the door, I don't care what job. We've both had all kinds of crazy ass jobs, but I guarantee you every time we walked in the door, our bosses was like, oh, fuck this guy. Here they come. Actually, now like my sole like meaning is to not have to like try to stay under the radar. Like I am, well, I'm on my best behavior. Yeah, that's that's a new thing. Uh, that's a new that's thing. True. See, that's I think that probably hit us. After 30, maybe after we had kids. I think after I got fired from my first teaching job, I realized that I was going to have to make some changes. (laughs) But like for a long period, that's the thing is like, so then work ends up changing you because you want that paycheck, but you know who you are and you know, you want to, you know, you just want to fuck off. (laughs) Uh, That's why I need a job with a lot of days off. I need to, I need to have time to just go off and do whatever it is that i want to do <laughs> but we had that's the thing is we we had that we had the uh the gnc job together right after oh, high that school was the, that was i felt like such a scumbag working there but that's what i'm saying man we were real scumbags like it was like that dave chappelle skit pop copy <laughs> like that's who we were oh, man. we were like the customers come in you're like what what do you want huh <laughs> no i'm on break <laughs> like uh but you want what manager my manager's in the back drinking a six-pack he needs a ride home yeah oh my gosh i forgot about that guy hey i need you guys so okay hold on me and bj both worked at the gnc at the shops at uh no not the shops yeah 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 the shops at mission viejo and our manager there was an older gentleman probably in his he was in his 40s not in his 50s yet but every yeah. damn day, one of us had to drive him home and stop at the gas station on the way home to his place so he could pick up a six pack. I don't think it was Bud Light. It might have been Coors, but he'd get a six pack of something every goddamn day. And that was our boss. And I think he had us drive him home because he probably had a suspended license for DUI. <laughs> for a couple of 18, 19 year old kids, the bar was not set very high as so, far as improving at work. So we walk into work and I mean, fuck, that's our boss. Shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we're just on the clock, but we're not really on the clock. <laughs> we're on somebody else's clock. Oh, that was fuck. one of those jobs where it's like, Oh man, I can't wait to get to work. I gotta poop. Yeah, shit like that. You're gonna take some time. I'm gonna be in there for a while. Yeah, man. 
And then there was the go back box. We were both in, and we were both playing football in college. So it was like, damn, we couldn't be bothered. There was very little we could be bothered about. Hey, can I get a discount on this return thing of Celtech that somebody brought back? Yeah, and that was in the good old days when the vitamin stores didn't have any restrictions on all all of this on the on the faux steroids. I'll tell you what, I, what disappoints me. I'm disappointed. I didn't know about pre workout when I was. I don't like, think they back really the, had it like that. You they know just they had, had no. They had they, meth. They, they just had, had straight. Yeah, they had ephedra. <laughs> they just had straight meth in a bottle. You got that ephedra, and all of a sudden your heart felt like yeah. Kids these days are like, yeah, my pre work got this much caffeine in it. And we got some uh, branch chains of amino acids. We're like, no, we got methamphetamine yeah. in our pre workout. We had the good stuff. What are you guys talking about? I got a heart murmur in college. Can't <laughs> <laughs> even wear an Apple Watch. The EKG's defective on it. Won't, won't tolerate me. So again, what were those things? Uh, Andro poppers. That was the shit. There used to be drugs that you could take that were a synthetic steroid and a methamphetamine mixed together. You chew it up and you put it on your tongue. And that was basically speed for your workout. And they were like, yeah, give these to people. It's it's fine. <laughs> Sell these to people. Put them in that glass case. Then they'll really want to buy them. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, but so shit. it's been a while since we've done this. What's up? What's going on in the world of the doll? <sighs> My world. Shit. Just you know, trying to get the grind going on these on these designs. Trying to get the grind. I need to get back into jujitsu. That's a hard one because so I kind of I kind of called off jujitsu right now because. I've got a baby on the way in December, which is Talk awesome. Is ticking. Little boy. It's already the 11th. That's going to be crazy. Damn, that's anxiety right now. It should be. Because it's been almost three years since Meredith was born, which means it's been about two years since like the baby shit, like the real baby stuff. Like the crying and the con- and the and the cycle. I, I brought it up to Melissa the other day. Diapers, food. Sleep, diapers, food, sleep, diapers, food. And it's just, a, it's like a hamster wheel. Uh-huh. It's like a damn hamster wheel. And you're like, so I'm sitting here, you know, and Meredith at this point is almost like a little mini. It's just a mini person now. You yeah, know? she's close to being a human. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's just, you know, you just got to kind of, you just got to mosey her in the general direction of what you need her to do. It's, you know, it's not too bad. She can take care of the basic needs pretty much herself. And that little baby thing, it's like, they just, it's like carrying a, it's like carrying an egg timer <laughs> for, for a thing, for the next thing you got to do. And it's like, tick, 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 ding, time to do this, tick, 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 ding, time to do that. They're just little balls of goo. They can't do anything. I know. And so you're, that's that thing. So that's, that, that was what I brought to Melissa. I was like, dang, we're about to be in it. Uh huh. About to be in it again. It's going to be Way crazy. in it. The, the exciting thing right now is, is giving that experience to Meredith in a good way. You know, like that's, that's a cool, your girls were so close. Like you kind of, oh yeah, you just, you weren't even barely out of it until you, and when the next one came up. Like or, we got out of diapers and the next one was born. Yeah. So, so like 18 you were, months apart. I mean, you guys just rolled it right in. We had like a four years, four years of baby. It yeah. felt like. But that's what I was saying. So Meredith is like a little person already. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, hey, we're going to add another person. It's kind of probably going to be like her getting a pet. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, you're adding another. We got a dog and a cat. And now we got a baby. Yeah, there you go. But uh, it's gonna be interesting. I want to. I want to see how she how she adjusts to it. I want to see her interactions. She already says she. You know, she already says. You know, my little brother's in there. My baby brother's in my mommy's tummy. That's and, fun. You know, she's excited. We got her that book. It's like the best big sister ever, and like it just tells her about how 
big sister helped with the diaper and big sister helped with this. And, you know, so I think she's going to love, she's going to love the responsibility. So this is what you got to do. I was, this just came to me. Okay. So when you ask her to be helpful and she's not helpful, you go to the book and you rip that page out and you throw it in the trash. Go, big sister, not helpful. You're like, oh, you want to do it again? Huh? You want to help? You ready to help? You want the page back? And then and then maybe you make like a little a little book that looks like all like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas where you've like glued the pages back in and she can have that when she does something right. She loves Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, there you go. Perfect. Jack Skellington's her thing. So yeah, we got that going on. New baby coming. Uh, trying to get this job, trying to get that paycheck. And then, um, yeah, just trying to, I think. Have you tried whoring? No. I heard it well, doesn't pay that I've, well. I've done whoring of manual labor. Oh, there I you told go. you about this. So Yeah, I heard about this one. I had someone help me or I had to help someone hang some paintings through a friend of a friend and they were going to pay me for it. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Quick, you know, quick buck in the pocket, whatever. I, I don't know how much that, you know me but i'll do a favor for someone because i thought it'd be nice and i get done i'm like yeah whatever you want to pay me that's cool like you know i'm, I'm easy first off i hate when people do that just throwing it out there that irritates me <laughs> yeah leaving it up to the person like babysitters like oh whatever you want to pay me whatever oh, yeah, here's, here's a snicker bar get the hell out of here <laughs> i know right because <laughs> that's the honorable thing to do just be like well can i just Thank you. <laughs> well, you are just a noble soul. Thank you so much. Here's or a like, hug. Was it a <laughs> Clark Griswold? <laughs> a, a month past of the Jelly of the Month Club? Jelly of the Month. There it is. Dude, I can't wait for Christmas vacation to be on TV. But anyways. Go ahead. You're hanging paintings. Yeah, I get done. We had a good chat about politics and all kinds of stuff, whatever. It was nice. <laughs> Sorry, but, um, I just threw up in my mouth. You know, she told me she wanted to pay me $250. And I was like, what? Why? And she goes, well, I go on these. There's ta- apparently, and I guess this shows our age. is like there's, there's these apps where you can do things for people like hang a painting or fix a faucet or, you know, little handiwork stuff around the house. And they pay ridiculous amounts of money. She told me that someone wanted to charge her for some little job like that, $320. And she paid it. (laughs) And she paid it. (laughs) And people pay, I guess. And there's a market for that. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, manual labor, you know, dig every, the world needs ditch diggers and paint hangers. I just looked at it. It's called Handyman. There you go. And, uh. Oh, TaskRabbit. Sorry. Yeah. That's the other one I heard of. So there was that crazy. That's a real thing, you know, and then so there's things like that that can keep you afloat in this strange time. But right. I mean, through all this, like I've really changed my perspective of, you know, the office thing, the day job type thing, unless you're in a government job like you. I mean, you're technically in a government job. I mean, education's the government. You you don't have. I work for the people. Yeah. People's (laughs) chance. But there's no there's no real security. Um and there's no real guarantee that you're going to be at that job when you're in a competitive market. So might as well work on yourself, might as well work on a, a marketable skill that you have or marketable product that you have. So my, my whole mindset right now is move towards the graphic design independent route. You know, I've had a few independent clients here and there throughout the years and different amounts. I mean, I've gotten paid as little as 50 bucks for a job, 25 bucks for a job. And I've gotten paid as much as $10,000 for a private client. So it's pretty good. Yeah. The range, I mean, the range is in there. It's just about how you build your networks and how you, you know, 
how you can connect to other people and connect to good clients. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the drive right there. And I told you earlier, like, so I listened to this great podcast called the perspective podcast. Um, and he is a, a creative career coach. And, you know, he has this thing where he said, just pick two things that you want to be like awesome at, you know, pick on the, pick on two things that you want to be really good at. And then he, he also points out picking out one thing that you're going to be like a pro or, or he calls it niching down, you know, don't be, don't be kind of good at a bunch of things that no one's going to know you for. Be really good at one thing that a lot of people will want to come to you. Like, you know, it's going to drive traffic to you. It's going to drive people to be like, I want that particular guy in that particular style. So my two things right now that I'm pretty much convinced I need to 100% going on are uh, visual graphic design. So like logo, t-shirt, you know, typography, that kind of thing, like the fun stuff that I like to do. And then, um, jujitsu, the second thing has got to be jujitsu in some way. I can't train right now because the baby's coming and money and time are, you know, an evaporating resource for me. Wait, you literally <laughs> just said you were going to pick two things that you really want to do and you really want to be great at. And then you just threw one of them out the window. That's true. But so I don't mean throwing it out the window. I no, mean, you did. You no, did. No, no. You threw it out. It's out. It's gone. It's out. It's <laughs> no. over. Jiu-jitsu's out. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. <laughs> jiu-jitsu's out. So what's the other thing? Like the thing about jiu-jitsu is you're never going to be like the Hulk Hogan of jiu-jitsu. No, but you you're can. You're probably not even going to be like the, the Lex Luger or the Million Dollar Man or like whoever the guy was that was a scrub that was trying to like, like. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna go professional jujitsu, or is it just something that's for fun? Is that you're gonna be your number one hobby? No, I think down the road at some point I'd probably be. I so like my coach. My coach isn't isn't some famous jujitsu guy. He's involved in the community. He's 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 been in the community for a long you're trying long to tell me time. He's the people's champ. No, no, no. I just took the title there a minute ago, but don't give it away. <laughs> Self proclaimed people's champ. No. Um, you know, I, so here here's here's my metaphor. I was showing Meredith some pictures that uh, Melissa's uncle had taken. He, he was a great photographer. He passed away. and But his pictures yeah, last forever. So here's the thing. There's, they mean something to the people that have them and the people that they were gifted to and maybe the people that experienced them. And then he also did gallery shows. People bought those things. He's made something that impacts people daily, regardless of whether he's involved in it currently or not. And he's passed away even. And like, you know, my coach he brought me up on the way he brought me up on jujitsu. There's lessons I learned from him that I won't ever lose. You know, same thing with you, probably with teaching, you know, your kids probably learn something from you, whether you know it or not, that they wouldn't, <laughs> I'll agree. You know what? Doubtful. I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. They Actually, probably, you're probably the most, they don't get anything. They, they look back on the time with you and they go, man, I really wish I would have had a different teacher. No that way, period. man. I was actually thinking about that the other day. So there's this kid, I had this big project the kids had to do. And this girl turned one in that was just straight up plagiarized. Like yeah. so much to the point where, look, man, I teach freshmen. I know they can't write cohesive paragraphs. Yeah, that's hard. And so like on every one of these slides, we're like these like multiple paragraphs of like really eloquently put writing and <laughs> punctuation. And so I'm like, first thing any teacher worth their salt is going to do is you're going to copy it and you're going to put it in Google and see what pops up. And bam, here's the website. Of course. And so I send it back to the kid and I was like, hey, uh, you need to come talk to me when you come to class on the third Thursday of the month next month or whenever you come to class. And so she's terrified, right? She's terrified she's going to get popped for plagiarism okay. and she's going to get an ethics violation that goes in her file. Yeah, yeah. And I go, listen, 
you did not write any of this. I go, this website, and I pull it up. I go, this website did it. Yeah. I go, now I'm going to teach you something very important right now. I go, you know you're supposed to get a zero for this? Mm. And she gets all, you know, teary-eyed. I'm like, we're totally not going to do that. You're trying to turn something in. Look, this is how you copy and paste. It's like, I told her, I taught her like how to just take like a sentence and get rid of the rest of the paragraph, take a sentence, make it a bullet point, change the font, change a couple words around, maybe misspell something if you really want to get on it. I go, and then you give me that. And I'm like, wow, that is really well done. I go, you are capable of writing a sentence, a paragraph far beyond your abilities. Yes. And so she looks at me and she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. So why don't you redo this and send it to me? And then you can get a better grade. Yeah. I was like, and do this in your other classes as well. Don't allow this to, don't get caught up in this game again. Like if she takes that to heart, uh-huh. I will have saved her so much time throughout the course of her life. Like I'm looking at that. <laughs> you've taught, so you've, you've, there's two things I have. So you've, you've taught her a craft You've taught her how it's to craft to be crafty. You've taught her how to craft something from materials she's she's harnessed. And then the other question I had for you though is was has, has there been a do you usually call kids out in in the forum in class or or in front of the other students? Oh, if we back in the day. Okay, so that's what the, so that's time oh, ago, yeah, that was back what when I, you used to teach a right, full class. That's what I was going to ask was is has has covid has lockdown and the and the distance learning has it changed how you would bring the kid up and put the dunce hat on him or just talk to him on the side yeah because i never get the opportunity yeah to like i never get the opportunity to like publicly shame yeah so how often would you how often would you do so like back in the day what i would have done is i would have put up i would have took their name off the project because i'm not going i'm not going to put them on blast like that i'm like nice so guys this one is really good and i would show it to the class let's consider it and then I would be like, well, I feel like I've read this somewhere. <laughs> and then I would go to the web page. It's only like, this is ridiculous. Somebody's created a web page off of this child's project. And I would be such a jerk about it. And then I would let it go and I wouldn't say anything. Uh-huh. And then the kid gets all embarrassed. And then like the next day, I'd be like, hey, I need to talk to you real quick. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Hey, so you had that moment. how did that website get your information so quickly? Yeah. You had that moment in the class where it was just between you and them and they start like sliding down in their seat a little uh-huh. bit. <laughs> well, because, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit unpredictable. Nobody yeah. kind of knows what's going to happen or, or kind of what I'm going to say or how I'm going to respond to stuff. So now you have those direct interactions with the student, like that girl you were talking about, uh-huh. and you just kind of do it on the, on the side. Now it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Because first off, this is like... It's ridiculous. Like, how can you, I don't, dude, it's to the point where like, I give a test, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take this test for three days in class because mm-hmm. we have three class periods. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you have any questions, I need you to ask and then I will help you with the answer. So not only is it at this point, because they're not with you, I mean, it's open, everything's open everything's book. Everything's open book. Now everything's open book, which was a rarity right. back in the day. I don't know about it makes your it teaching. It makes it harder for kids because it's open book. I mean, it was a rarity for... It does? Because there's no... They don't understand the value in like preparing for a test mm. because it's open book. So a lot of times they walk into these open book tests and they feel way harder because the information is so buried in their brain because they haven't looked at it. Mm. So like, what do we do before an open book test? Well... I read the study guide to them. So mm-hmm. I'll read like a two to three paragraph summary of each chapter 
that's each currently section. or you used to do that's that what too I do right now and that's what you used to do before no, i didn't do it as lockdown? much before like before we would we spent way more time in class talking about stuff how much of the difference between and i'm like grilling you on no like, it's fine this is cool this is so uh, like how between people have kids in school between when we were in school i mean an open book test was almost like yeah. it was so rare pretty unheard at of. least what i unprecedented did. yeah in high school like i don't remember i remember like a, a few maybe it was almost never but like before the even the distance learning thing how how often did you guys do open book tests me yeah yeah always oh really yeah why Oh, I don't know. Uh, here's, here's my it's thing. It's completely up to the teacher. They don't have like curriculum yeah, yeah, you rules. You do what you want. You're in your own little world. Oh, in I didn't there. know that. But here's here's my thing with open book tests. As an adult, mm-hmm. as an adult, and yours is a little bit different because like with your work, you it's kind of like a skill set and a specific craft that you know. But as an adult, if you get to a situation where you're struggling or you don't remember, what do you do? I look at I Google it. You Google <laughs> it, right? You I look for the answer. And... Yeah. <laughs> If you can look for the answer, you're going to be fine. You're going to be successful. Whatever you do, if you yeah. can find out how to get the answer. Yeah. And so do you need to know all the steps of mitosis to be a successful human? No, you don't. No, you if need you're, to know just where you're going to be to, in biology. Yeah. yeah. You need, I'm not a biologist. I tell yeah. these kids, I'm like, listen, man, you guys will not leave this class biologist. If you want to do that, go to honors, get out of my face. Right, right. Like you're going to learn a little bit of science stuff and we're yeah, going to yeah. make it through the year. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, it's more important for me that the kids figure out how to access information. Yeah. Right. And so, and then on that same ticket, I give unlimited retakes for the first week that the test is out. Hmm. So if you take the test, you can take it. I'll grade it. I'll give it back to you. That's, tell you which ones you missed. That's actually do great it again. because I don't know how it works in high school, but I, so in college, when in art school in college, especially, um, it's hard to hit deadlines because you got, you got studio classes, which are six hour classes usually. And special um, guest, would you like to say anything? Do you need something? What's up? You, you are going to wait. They're going to wait. We got another half hour. What? No, we got, we're going to be yeah, done we're in 20 at 34 minutes. minutes. Hey, so what's been the best part of uh, your pregnancy so far? It's been that good, huh? A lot of memorable moments. <laughs> this one ain't. This one ain't. This one isn't a, a merry-go-round. Apparently, she, what's been the best part? part? Yeah, the miracle of life, folks. That's what she said. She said that the seed was planted within, and the miracle of life. Working from home, probably. Working. Yeah, I guess what? It's COVID. Everybody's working from home. <laughs> Hell out of here. Consumption at any time. All right, we got 25 minutes left. Proximity to the refrigerator has been the best part of creating a child. How much time do we have? Can we get a minute? Can we get a time? I'll set a timer. Anybody? The boss. The boss lady. Listen, when a a pregnant woman comes in and tells you it's getting ready to go, it's getting ready to go. My daughter called her Santa Claus today. My daughter looked at her outfit. She's wearing a red red plaid uh, jacket with a hood, with a with a fleece, white fleece hood, and uh, she's you know eight months pregnant. And my daughter, as we're getting to walk out of the house, she looks at mommy and goes, "You look like Santa Claus." <laughs> she was putting off a little Santa vibe. I like so, it. But okay, so what I was talking about with the art school thing, like you've got studio classes, and you know art projects. 
it, it's it's nothing but time investment. Yeah. There's a, I mean, it's a late, it's a physical labor, right? You have to physically do it. It's not just mental work of right. like, you know, the numbers or what, you know, you know, the answers you have to do the manual labor to get the, the end product done that. I mean, you're, so you're sleepless and that was one of the graces of, uh, my first art school was if you got, even if it was unfinished work, you got it up on the critique board for the first day, the teacher would rip you a new one right. for shit work. It looks terrible, but you had the whole, that whole week to finish the project and return it in and get a new critique on it with just the, just the professor. But group, I mean, regardless, group, group critiques at a private art school are brutal. I mean, I had teachers who, took students finished work and would just throw it on the ground. Sometimes they would look at stuff and be like, Hey, if this is what you're capable of, pick a new career path. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of art, I don't, I don't talk too much about art, but I was really inspired the other day. I was watching this guy, a Disney artist make princess pancakes. Disney is the best. They are the best. Those guy, he made a pancake that looked like princess Ariel. Dude, they craft their craft. They don't. They do not put people on their teams that don't craft things perfectly. I was watching that video I told you about earlier about the uh, the new parade that Disney did. They just released oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. the lockdown happened. The Magic Happens parade that my daughter loves watching the video of. And I'm watching and I'm looking at the floats. I'm looking at the, at the costumes. I'm looking at the dances that the the performers are doing. I'm listening to the music. Every single portion of it is just perfectly done. And I was like, that's fucking, you wonder why you have to pay so much for Disney stuff? Think about how much money Disney's lost since I know, the man. shutdown. It's been over 200 days. It's been like 250 days. Well, what's so confusing? Walt Disney, Disney World has been open the whole damn time almost. Uh, well, that's because it's Florida. I know. But okay, so like where are the people that are dying from Disney World? First off, what? Florida. Okay, so what? People's that's immune- all I got. I got. It's like Melissa has two friends who they're not. They don't live in Florida, but they flew to Disney World, went to Disney World with the masking. Did and they all catch that stuff. Florida? No, they're fine. They didn't catch it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what do you mean? Did they, they didn't come back with cut off jean shorts and a tank top? <laughs> Did they lose an arm to an alligator? Yeah, perhaps. No, no. no. They, they're fine. They just went and they went to the park. They said it was great. They, they came back. They're fine. No one's. What's going on? Like. Meanwhile, 28,000 Disney employees? That's so many people. That's a lot of people. That's so many people. 28,000 people. When that had to but get you gotta let think go. Like, I've been, all the jobs at Disneyland, like there's so many things. Performers, you have, you maintenance. The trash sweepers and the engineers. people who are working in the back. Melissa's, and, uh, Melissa's co-worker, her husband is one of the engineers and he had to be, I don't know if he was furloughed or... I think he was furloughed for a little bit because he was taking off a project, but now they're they're revamping, they're rebringing it back on or something. I think I heard, but man, like, like it's one of the best. Okay, your life sucks right now. A lot of people's life sucks right now. Okay, right? like over this whole year, a lot of people's life just sucked. Yeah, I mean, even the people who are in a good difficult. spot, but then there were a lot of people who did well. All I mean, I've heard stories about we're people get to who, talk about this and we're old. I remember back in 2020. You know, you know, Melissa's or Greg, um, Melissa's uh, or our real estate agent who's helping us find a rental property. He brought that up to me. He's older and he brought to me. He's like, you know what? He's like, your generation. He's like, you're young. He's like, you got like, you know, decades ahead of you still. You got another 20 years. Yeah. He's like, you're going to look back and you're going to tell kids and grandkids. You're going to be like 20, 
20 fucking 20 like 2020 remember back in 2020 <laughs> yeah like we're clarity we're, it's gonna be that year for us but uh you know but what my point was you know people suffering people just hating shit and disneyland like even when things were good, that was like one of the best ways to be like, oh, I'm going to go blow up some, I'm going to have some fun right now. I'm going to go enjoy. I'm going to go, I'm going to go have some magic. I'm going to go to the magic like, kingdom. Disneyland stresses me out. I get irritated. Oh, really? There's, Dude, I, love I don't it. like, I don't like crowds. I don't mm. like crowds. I don't like this. I don't either. But I like I mean. coronavirus. I have a six foot bubble. <laughs> People aren't all up in my business. I don't get touched. People don't bump into me. <laughs> Other than the one time I got ran into at Costco by some guy who did not respect my Corona bubble, fucking weirdo. But like, I just I enjoy I enjoy the hell out of having a little space to to breathe and people not being all up all over me. You're a closet. Could you in, imagine you're a closet introvert? No, I just I'm an so oh man the introvert extrovert thing. I like I said I've realized throughout this pandemic that I am an extrovert. Well, yeah. That being said, I don't ever want to go anywhere. I never want to go where there's going to be people. And then once I get there, I have to put on like this performance of, oh, it's on now. And then once the performance starts, I can't stop. Huh. Okay. It's terrible. It's terrible. Something's happening in this podcast? But I do hate Disneyland. <laughs> do you not want all these people, these 20, do you, not want, of you. do you not want all these 28 people to be listening to you right now? Are no, you I just like performing for them? I like people listening to me, ask me questions and stuff like that. Because then it gives me opportunities to either come up with answers or maybe learn something that's the best part i do think we need to like find people to come on and talk with us because i would appreciate like learning some new stuff from people i like the episode with elliot all you guys did was talk about jujitsu karate and i don't know anything about it yeah but you guys talked about you I don't want cauliflower ears. you guys talked about sports a little bit yeah i just i don't know we talk about like, training a lot like interesting stuff fitness like I, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there and like interesting people yeah well, the only problem is like sometimes like, you know, you listen to podcasts where they interview people and they're like, mm -hmm. they sound genuinely interested. Mm -hmm. I'm typically genuinely interested in people for six questions. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, I'm over this guy. I got nothing else for you. Well, like, hey, man, a problem. I don't know. Like it's a it's like a, a on the run thing. Like if I can get an opportunity to talk with somebody while doing something else, mm. then I'm then I'm in because yeah. then I can be like, all right, well, I'm just going to focus on whatever else I'm doing right now. Yeah. Like fishing or hunting. I don't like to talk when I hunt. Oh, well, like fishing then. Yeah. I think I'm over fishing. I think yeah. I used to love fishing so much. You used to love fishing. And now it's like to go fishing has become such a headache. I think I'm over it. Really? Shit. Because it's... Actually, I think I might have given it. I'm throwing it away or giving it to Marina's dad or something. I got a big tackle box full of fishing tackle. I'm like, get this thing out of my you life. Yeah, rods up there. I don't know. I got 10 rods up there. Just, I can't get rid of all those. Well, BJ's on record. He hates fishing. He hates Disneyland. What else? Um, <laughs> oh, let's go on all the things I hate list. Um, I hate people who get all upset when they get asked to wear a mask. Like, I get it. I get it. It's America. You're free to do what you want to do. But... If the 16-year-old kid at PetSmart says, I'm sorry, I can't sell you this until you put a mask on, mm -hmm. and you start yelling at a 16-year-old kid, like, yeah. what a donkey, bro. Stop being such a jerk. It's so uncomfortable. The mask or people? No, the people who don't yeah. want to do it. I don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody no. wants to do it. And I've said this before, and this is what I hear a lot of people say is like, listen, I'm not afraid, but a lot of people are. 
I'm not anxious, but a lot of people are. I don't wear it because I think I'm protecting myself or others. I wear it because it makes people feel at ease. I wear it because I'm a lemming and they told me to, and I just don't want to be bothered. Actually, I got yelled at for not wearing it at school. What? Yeah, I what? was sitting in my classroom with a couple with a couple of my buddies, uh, and we were just sitting there talking trash. And like, literally, my class, my old classroom, rest in peace, pour one out for the homies. Uh, but it was like... But you're indoors, BJ. Yeah, I know, but it was like a 20 by 40 room. It's enormous. And we're on opposite sides of the room talking. You know what? The air travels, and it's an enclosed environment. I know, and I like, know. I just and wish you would... if you're wearing a mask, you're safe. Whatever. You know what? Okay. We're going to govern by science in this state. No. Okay. I believe in science. Yeah. You teach Actually, science. Now, believe in it. I believe in it. <laughs> I believe we're all going to get coronavirus, what I believe. And then it's going to happen. Actually, I was super stoked. Uh, I've been keeping pretty meticulous notes of the uh, the cases of coronavirus. Why? I don't know. <laughs> so dumb, right? What a terrible investment of your brain. It's, but it's only I only keep track of Orange County data. Why? And so I keep track of uh, confirmed cases and deaths okay. due to coronavirus. And, and how does... And have you, is your life enriched by that? Um, <laughs> no, but like the kids in class don't talk to me. And so I get bored. And so uh, I go to the computer and uh, I'm just like, click, 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 check my data, write okay. it down on my little list here. Like yeah. it just interests me. And so like the election was last Tuesday and it's pushed all the way through. And there was no coronavirus updates from well, they didn't Tuesday, even call it until Friday. From Tuesday, yeah, but there's the no media didn't call it until Friday. From Tuesday to Friday, and technically Trump says then, he's not even. <laughs> and then the first thing that happens is they're like, coronavirus cases have spiked, spiked. in Orange yeah. County, so we have a huge. Yeah. Route. They're trying to move us back into like the purple well, tier. Not just or Orange County. The, they say nationwide, everywhere. everywhere. We're gonna lose like seven or eight. We're gonna. I think we've lost four or five SEC football games this weekend alone. And listen, the SEC is not playing. It's bad. Like canceled, postponed due to coronavirus. Well, here's COVID the thing. Concerns. Here's the thing. I heard a lot of younger people talk about civil war and the country isn't, yeah, like just out of college age people, they're not very smart. Why are you talking to them? They're idiots. Because I know some of them, I'm related to a few. Oh. And, you know, they're like, uh, they're talking about it and they're like, where do you think this is going to end up? I'm like, oh, I think, you know, we'll, we'll just, everything kind of washes out at the end. And they're like, oh, I think it's going to be civil war. And I'm like, I think there'll be a new TikTok dance and you guys will forget about and this. And I look at these, <laughs> I look at these, yeah, TikTok, seriously, like pretty much. You're like, listen, dude, two years ago, you were concerned with how many times you could flip a bottle and make it stand shit up. Like that, you man. shut and your so face like, hole. Right. Like this stuff is fickle, you know, people, but, and so like, I see a lot of people say that kind of, or not a lot of people, but a few people say that kind of thing. And there's two things I, I think about. One is they're not big, strong, faster, violent people, <laughs> which I typically am. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so you are not going to be the people involved in this violence you're so enthusiastic about coming around. <laughs> I was like, number two, um, you know, this, this whole civil war separation thing, like, I just don't think, like, like you just said, the, the, the brains of people, we only pay attention to things so long. And then we're like, no, 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 no. We're on to the next thing. Yeah, for sure. And I don't, they just don't have the perspective of like, no, this is, this is the moment. This is our moment. And I'm like, oh my God. 
they I wake up like to that Eminem thing. song. Yeah, that no, uh, <laughs> palms are sweaty and eating mom spaghetti thing. That's our generation. They don't no, even know what the fuck. They that turn song. that on. They turn no. that on and they get super hyped. And then they're like, <laughs> they don't even know what that they're song. They're like, is. mom, mom, get my Nespresso pods. It's it's cold out there today. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I mean, so actually, yeah, man, like, I, don't I don't want to talk bad about Nespresso. Nespresso is good. I do love my Nespressos. But yeah, you know, it's nothing is as bad as as it seems. Um, you know, like this whole thing that Trump's. I mean, and that's the other thing that was reassuring is like social media started blasting out when um, when Gore contested against Bush. You know, the count. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he did the recount. I forgot complete. I completely forgot about that. I probably didn't even know about that. They yeah, that was like before I, I. I remember it. What year was that? I remember. I had, 2000. Yeah. I, mean, I remember. No, it, no way. Yeah, it was 2000. Really? Yeah, because that's when Bush came in. And then two years later is when. No, because 2000, Cub- 2002 was an election year. So it would have had to be 98. 99. Well, maybe it was a 99 year. Fortunately, we can ask the Google machine. Well, regardless. So here's what happened. It was 47 days, I think they said, until they resolved the election. They didn't resolve it for like 40 days. Um, because Gore took it to the courts. Because Bush took it to the courts. Whatever. Bush one of won them. Florida by 537 votes, a margin of 0.009%. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. It was in 2000. Pe- How about that? Yeah. So people act like, oh, this, he's, you know, and the media's playing it like that. Oh, he's trying to start a coup. I was reading uh, Vox.com, which is a very left leaning uh, website. I like to read left-leaning, like super left-leaning websites and media sites because it's just, it's pretty wackadoo. But um, there it is. It's like, this is a coup. Uh, We thought it couldn't happen. The headline was, we thought it couldn't happen here. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, this is not a coup. He's just pouting. <laughs> I just he's a he's baby Huey and he's know. pouting. He's pouting and he's gonna he's gonna do what he's and by the way, he's within his legal rights to contest it. He's within his legal rights to request recounts. He's it's all legal, it's all fine. It's just part of it. Yeah. The only you know, time like it's only, just part of it. It's so crazy. People are like, no, no, here's what's gonna happen. Biden's going to be become president in January. Coronavirus is going to magically disappear. And we're all going to just go back to normal life. I don't want to go back to normal. No, why? Yeah, you want to be away wanna, from people. So. I want to hang out. I want to have orange mocha frappuccinos and freak gasoline fights at a gas station like Zoolander does. That's all I want in life. You want time? That's a good thing. You want it to be so secure that we can be silly again. Remember when in the two in the nineties and two thousands when stuff was so regular that you could make silly shit like Zoolander Mm-mm. and people were like, "Let's." That is a good use of our time. <laughs> I actually asked Marina the other day. I go, "I really wish that when I was in Ace college, Ventura, I would have changed my name to Zoolander and I could be BJ Zoolander." Okay. She's like, no, we would have never gotten married. I'm like, come on, that would have been so cool though. That's an interesting change. Then they could have like stole like all the lines, like one man, five syllables, B J Zoolander. <laughs> like, oh, that would have been awesome. I was actually watching it the other day. I was running on the treadmill and I was watching Zoolander, and so I kept good. having to like drop my pace on the treadmill because I would start laughing, laughing. so hard. Yeah. Can't watch comedy on the treadmill. The guy said. The guy says he's giving the yagugali. At the funeral, he goes, they were like brothers to me, but I mean it the way black people say it because it's more meaningful that way. Like, you know what, Derek, you're right. You're right. The thing I always think about is um, 
the Einhorn and Finkel scene in uh, Ace Ventura. That is not LGBTQ plus. That's what I always think about. I always think about like ever think about it not being appropriate. I think about how incredible it is. Oh yes. That even in they're like simple procedure. You can have it done in a weekend. Where's Mr. Winky? (laughs) So good. But that's what I'm saying. So eventually we'll get back to a level of security and regularity that you can make silly fucking movies again. Remember that? That was the best when the world was so normal and regular and shit was so predictable that you could make silly ass movies and people were like, that's awesome. Let's go see that and let's spend our time. I want to spend my hard money to watch a movie about right? male models. Exactly, and that's the worst thing. And people spent money on things like rims that spun when you stopped. Ooh, they'll get them spinners. That's called the American dream, and that's what Biden's going to bring back to us. And Trump twenty four. <laughs> Oh, man. It's got real political, folks. I didn't realize that was where we were going. No, it got real farcical is what I it got. I spinning rims. Actually, I don't. I remember seeing them like the first time I got to see them up close. I was super disappointed. Yeah. It was like a cool rim with like a metal hubcap on it. And I was like, oh, man, I just wish it was cooler. Yeah. I wish it was so much cooler. But that was, I mean, that's life, man. Spending Actually, I was dick. trying to talk Marina the other day. And like taking our suburban because like we're to the point where that thing's got almost 200,000 miles on it. She's going to have to admit the fact that she is like a corporate adult and she can't drive a car with 200,000 miles and no paint. Mm. And so I was like, this is what we need to do. I'm going to take that suburban. I'm going to lower it. I'm going to put it on like freaking 26s, some giant rims. I'm going to oh. fill the back with speakers. I'm going to make it like a rapper would have made it in like 2001. That color, though, is very... uh Santa Ana. I know. That color is I straight I had up. some gold pinstripes on it. Pinstripes, and you need to do one of those awesome, like, uh, kind of wolf. Naked Aztec wolf warrior Aztec chick on the back. On the back window. Mm. That's the move, man. That is. Do it. Well. I don't think she's going to let me do that, though. No, probably not. It's just, and I don't just think that makes it corporate. <laughs> she would, uh, yeah, she, we'd have to get her something else. She'd have to have, like, a, she'd have to have like a Toyota or something. Actually, probably. She could probably drive something. She could probably. She's big time. We could get her in a Benz. Or a BMW, something fancy. Dude, a survey came up on YouTube the other day. It was like, which one of these cars would you buy? Audi, Mits, uh, Audi, Mercedes-Benz, Bentley, or Rolls-Royce. I was like, none. All right, let's play this game real quick. I would let's, never buy any of those. Toyota. I know you, I know you have to go soon, but let's yeah. play this game real quick. Okay. Last, the question is, if you could have had any car when you were 16... What would you have? And then if you could have any car today, oh. what would you have? How have you changed? We talked about changing in that high school time. Yeah. How have you changed? Where have your priorities landed? Back then? Back then, or what would it have been? what would my preference be now? No, like, okay, like what who would you, I was then? What would you drive right now? If you Let's say you won the lottery tonight and you had to go out and you had to drop, you know, you had, your first big purchase had to be a car. What are you buying? Tundra TRD Pro Crew Cab. Really? Yeah, lifted. Dope. That's so disappointing. Why? So nice. That That's is the like, move, man. That is, oh, hey Toyota, you got him. You, you you hooked this one. What what? Oh, so you're talking about like luxury car? I would never want a I'm, luxury car. I'm just car. saying, you hit the lottery. You can get anything you want on the road. What would I most enjoy enjoy driving? Yeah, sure. That truck. That truck. Tundra TRD Pro. Yeah. Toyota, I'll sing your jingle if you want to get us a deal on a on a Tundra <laughs> TRD Pro. 
<laughs> I'll sing songs. I'll twerk on camera. Whatever you need. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm an e. I guess I'm an easy person to please. Well, I mean, what could be a more enjoyable ride? I I don't know. I, I'll tell you what I would get. Go. I would get an F450 Dually Platinum lifted about 12 inches. I'd be coming through. People think it'd be the second coming of Godzilla coming down the neighborhood. That's a headache. I You'd don't like care. That. I just, I'm rich. I got all you the money what? I want. This is how your car brain works. You're going to drive that for a week and be like, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> I don't care. That's what I want. In my head, that's what I want. And then I'm only gonna, the only song I'm going to play in it is WAP. Oh, so God. just going down I the street. I just heard that for the first time last week. So did you not get when I sent you the thing with like macaroni in a pot? No. Oh my gosh. No, I don't know. I first mean, off, I love everything about that song so much to the point where I have been reprimanded by my wife because now my girls walk around going from the top, make it oh. drop, middle, wop, wop, wop. Uh, I love it. No, man. Sometimes when I'm driving to school by myself, I just turn it on real loud. Mm. Listen to it. I'm like, hmm. Mm. Tell me, Megan the Stallion, I think Cardi B. I think it's because I'm old or something. Nope. I don't know, man. Because here's what happens to me. I'll listen to a song now and I'll be like, Ugh, kids, I'll be like, dang, the music these days, the rap these days are terrible. And then I and then I go back and I listen to like an old playlist from like back when we were in school. And it was awesome. It's the same shit. They're, list, they're talking the same way. It's no different. It's the no, same stuff we the listen guys to. now are all emotional. They have two. They talk well, yeah, about their feelings, right? It sings talk song. about feelings, right? And the girls are the ones that sing nasty like that. Yeah, I like the, girl, the, the worst girls. The girls rap way harder now. The worst than thing the that we had did. from girls back then was the um, my neck, my oh, back. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was that was the only real girl one. Sometimes where you I were like, like to sing oh. that when I do hurt my back. Yeah. Then I get told to stop singing. Yeah. But yeah, that's a. But that was like the worst girl rapper song, I think. Now oh, it's just so like, like. If you want to listen to some like good, aggressive girls rapping about WAP and such, Apple, I listen to City Girls. City Girls Apple are good. playlist has this uh, playlist called High Maintenance. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. I like City Girls. Hey, oh. I just want everybody right, well, to know we got- <laughs> the face of death just walked into the garage right. to shut this down. We got- she is large and in charge and angry. All right. Oh, and there's a we're gonna, cute We're going to close this down. We got two minutes to close up, to wrap up. And because uh, we just got devil eyes coming yeah. from a uh, pregnant lady. I just peed a little. So it was completely out of fear. But, All right, guys. Um, hey, I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll end on WAP. We'll end on WAP. Have you seen the dance? Like the guy? No, the little, no. I'll little, go watch it tonight. There's this little dude on Instagram. And we can talk I wish about I it next time. And he's like, from the top, make it drop. WAP, WAP, WAP. Oh, it's so good. Just for reference, BJ's doing the dance right now. So killing it right now. Put that no, visual in your mind. This. Go, look at, go look at this is my dad bought on Instagram <laughs> so you can get the visual. Don't, and uh, don't do I changed it. my Instagram to uh, Roughstock1984. Oh, that's not this podcast anymore? No, uh, podcast is just Roughstock Podcast. Mine's oh. Roughstock1984 is my personal for all of your graphic design and uh, art needs. And other than that, uh, this was nice. I think we hit a groove today that was reminiscent of the early episodes. So, um yeah, this was nice and enjoyable. Coming back hot, guys. Go get you some of that WAP macaroni in a pot. We'll see you guys on the next show. Yeah. Out.